LB. So I am sitting here with my friend who is amazing. She's quite beautiful. She's very smart. She is awesome. She's extremely kind. She's very graceful. She's super clever. Clever? Clever? She's super clever. She is a great musician. She. Let me actually hold this right here. Oh, it's Friday Fun, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday Fun. She is very creative. Hilarious. She acts from the heart. She goes with her gut. Her name is Jill Moore. Dante, what sweet things to say. Thank you. Sounded very Moore-ish right there. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> nice. Um, I have a question for you guys. Would you rather have a billion dollars or to feel good all the time? Let that one sink in. So this morning I woke up and I felt like complete shit. A lot of awesome things. A lot of awesome, a lot of awesome things. A lot of awesome manifestations that I've been wanting for a while rapidly appeared in my life. Business-wise, relationship-wise, happiness-wise, creative-wise, uh, just new insights about stuff I'm super passionate about, like law of attraction, other universal laws, metaphysics in general, just having these spontaneous bouts of giggling, just lots of cool things. And Jill's been a part of those massive bouts of giggling, which were fucking awesome. They're truly, truly golden. Might have to giggle right now. <laughs> but I woke up this morning, and because I had this rapid expansion, um, it's great. Because on one hand, there's the actual experiencing of all these things, which is fucking awesome. And on the other hand, there's also higher levels of acclimation to abundance and to worthiness and to cementing that feeling of worthiness, feeling of I deserve abundance, feeling of, ah, it's okay to just be happy all the time. But with rapid expansion, it's kind of like growing pains sometimes where you, you you start to focus too much on, you know, let, let's say you get five new clients for your business and your income just went up like $30,000. You're not used to that. You just had a huge jump. Now it's like, whoa, holy crap, this is awesome. Wow. But how do we make more? And like, what should we do with this money? And, da, 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 da. and there can be a lot of stress and pressure that comes along with that. So this morning I experienced a lot of stress and pressure and it really got me down. It was like a five, six, seven of just discomfort. It wasn't like depression. It was just like stress and discontent. I'm not used to it. So it just felt weird. Like I was just experiencing it and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't like this. And this is not normal. And uh, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I really don't like it. I really don't like it. And I was trying everything. And the thing is, when we are in a lower frequency, and frequency, vibration, fucking, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any more crazy words, but frequency, vibration, all that means is emotion. That's all we're talking about. Any, any, uh, you know, law of attraction person, metaphysics, spirituality, it's all talking about emotion, how you feel, because how you feel tracks what you want 
Reality is reflecting how you feel. So, when we're in a heavier, dense frequency, heavier, dense vibration, we feel like shit emotionally. We forget all these amazing, brilliant, transcendent, cosmic truths. We forget we're completely worthy. We forget we deserve all this abundance. We forget we're the creators of our reality. We forget how fucking awesome we are. And we're cut off from those realizations because energetically, we're no longer tuned into them. If, if you like a rock radio station, maybe it's 97.9, but you're tuned into 96.5, you're not gonna hear the music. You can remember the fact, like, oh, what this is fucking weird. Like, I used, to, I know the music's there. Where the fuck is it? I can't hear it. Like, why am I? Why can't I hear it? You're not tuned in to the right frequency. So I was getting caught up thinking about the future manifestations, future things, and obsessing about when and how. How is really bad, but the when is like fucking three times more bad. And getting caught up in like, but it's not here now, and how, and when, and it was just eating me alive. And I started making feeling good a priority again. I started reminding myself of the fact that, you know, the, the point <laughs> of manifestations, it, it's not to you know, plant the manifestation like a tomato seed and then fucking sit there for two goddamn or months or whatever, how long tomato seeds take to grow and just babysit it and just feel miserable the entire time because where's my tomato plant? It's not here. I just planted it. Where is it? It's not here. When is it going to fucking turn into a tomato? How is it going to turn into a tomato? When? How? It's not here now. Why? It's not working. I'm a terrible person. My tomato isn't growing. That's not the point. The point is to plant them and go off, plant more things, do other things, grab tea with a friend, fucking paint pictures, go furniture shopping, lick tree bark, and wait for the tomato plant to be ripe and you can just pluck it or it's delivered to your front door. And... It's very easy to get sucked into physical 3D reality. To forget that you are the creator of your reality. Because we're so conditioned to look at what is. And we're so conditioned to worry about the hows and the winds. And even in the, the self-help world, traditionally, it's all about, okay, yeah, you can do it, but it's just going to take fucking forever. And, uh, you know take the most efficient action and work your fucking face off all the time, every moment, and you'll get what you want. So yeah, it's kind of empowering. Like, you're going to get it. You just have to suck it up, hustle, get in there, get your game face on, whole fucking time. Just be super miserable about it. Or find ways to hack it, right? Find ways to optimize it. When that's not how the universe works, and that's not how consciousness works, and that's not how your higher consciousness works. So every, every day, it's kind of like we, we go to war against these beliefs that we have. And when we give our power away and go, no, fuck that. I'd rather have the $10 billion. I want to buy what I want to have. It's like we're, we're chasing the creation, the manifestation. And it's 
it's not sustaining. It's, it means most of the time we're going to be fucking miserable because we don't have the particular thing that we want. And we're not trusting our higher self to bring this, to usher this into our existence. We're not trusting that the universe has our back. So the more you prioritize, the more you prioritize your feeling state and just feel good and trust that everything is happening perfectly and you are completely on your way to the things that you want and maybe you should just stop fucking trying to control every goddamn thing which is making you unhappy anyway it's not fun balance 50 fucking plates spinning plates at once what about that this one I'm fucking this you're just frustrated and stressed but instead just give that up and understand that ah if I prioritize how I feel and my state of being is amazing, then I'm by law, I can only attract similar circumstances and events. And that's how these impossible fucking scenarios and situations end up happening, contriving <laughs> and orchestrating themselves for you. Because you're not doing the orchestrating. Isn't that nice? Isn't that so fucking nice? You can have everything you want. It's like the greatest piece of self-help thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. You can get everything you want effortlessly in the most exciting, surprising, shocking ways without doing any work. And your only job is to prioritize, it's twofold, your only job is to prioritize how you feel and what you want to create. Feel good, create more stuff, plant more seeds, more tomatoes, more potatoes, more butternut squash. Plant more, plant more plant more. Feel good. Feel good. What are your thoughts on that, Jill? My thoughts are exactly the same as yours. And I will say that since I came into this knowledge uh, and I, I really have you to thank for that, Dante. Not that, you know, I was, I had been kind of dipping my toe into Abraham Hicks' law of attraction a little bit, but I wasn't really embracing it until we started talking about it more. And what I would have to say is my, my level of excitement, joy, freedom, love, feelings of endless possibility, feelings of endless creation has jumped the scale from like, like 25 to a hundred in a, in a very rapid way because I started to see that the happier I was, the more engaged in being with a high vibe tribe, being around people that also shared, you know, some of these same philosophies and keeping my mind in this place, not my mind, but keeping my emotions really in this place of high vibe energy, like I said, excitement and joy, the better I felt, the more I could create. And the more I talked about 
planting seeds, the more ideas that came to me, the more fun things that came to me. And I saw a rapid change in myself, you know, uh, in this feel good, um, high vibe mentality. Like I just, it, I feel almost unshakable. Now I can be shook for sure. You know, everybody has their moments, but I know when I focus on my feelings and how I'm feeling, am I feeling where, where am I on this emotional scale? Am I all the way down at the bottom at fear and depression? Um, I reach for the next best feeling thought. Where can I go? Well, it might sound counterintuitive, but I can jump the scale by a couple of levels by going to anger. Okay. I don't love to be angry, but being angry is way better than being depressed. So if I can jump from depression to anger, can I jump from anger to disappointment? Can I then jump from disappointment to, you know, a place of contentment? Can I then jump from, you know, and so you're just rising up the scale and catching your feelings as they come, noticing where you're at and reaching for that, that next best thought. And from there, I truly believe that you can't have anything you want. It's just a matter of the universe's timing. The universe is always conspiring for us, not against us. So when it feels like, when is this going to happen? Oh my God. You that's know. the thing, right? It, it, like that's, that's the one piece that if, if you don't really have, then a lot of this shit is just going to be like really annoying or if you, you feel like kind of betrayed listening to this information. Like if you don't actually believe that the universe is conspiring to help you get everything that you want, then it like, it's like every, every new thing you learn, it's like, oh, another knife in the back. Oh, right. Oh, it doesn't work. You know, you can, you can just say, for instance, uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, driving and you're, you know, you feel like you're running I want late. more Corvettes. Keep going. <laughs> you feel like you're running late and you're going along your usual route and all of a sudden there's use. the use and all of a sudden there's construction work. You know, you can either take that like, fuck, now I'm going to be even later or you can understand that the universe is conspiring for you. Maybe it kept you from getting in an accident. Maybe uh, somebody pulls up next to you and tells you, you know, rolls down the window and is like, your hair looks awesome today. And that wouldn't have happened, you know, if you would have just done the usual, gone the usual way and that, you know, whatever quote unquote obstacle uh, hadn't waylaid you, if you will. Right? So the, the universe nice gives you, thank you, the universe gives you what you want in perfect timing. In perfect timing. Not your timing. Universe says, hold up, bitch. I got you. Well, yeah, that's, that's, a great, that's a great point. And I'd like to dive into that because this is something that really fucking irritated me learning a lot about like this law of abstraction and, and fucking cosmic juju secrets of the supreme multiverse. <laughs> it's like, it's like, as you so eloquently put it, no, bitch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Not, not right now. I thought it was like, oh, great. So I'm just at the fucking whim of this, this entity, this, this being, this, this, like, whatever the fuck. And like, oh, whenever you feel like it. Thanks. Okay, great. 
Yeah, as in your own time universe, thanks. Whenever you feel like giving me what the fuck I want. And the thing that helped me kind of put it in its proper place is to realize, well, from our limited, untrained POV, point of view, perspective, it's not like we're all practicing. I mean, Jill and I really like this information and we're practicing it, but we're not like masters of, you know, imagination and our vibration. Getting better all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, don't downplay. But you, dear listener, are probably in a similar position. You're like us. You're moving into these things. If that's a Corvette, I'm going to fucking shit five bricks. I think it is. Oh, so cute. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. You're probably also shitting bricks with us here. And you're practicing making your feelings state a priority and you're practicing your imagination. But we're all out of practice because we're all conditioned to look at what the fuck is and take our cues at what is and what people are telling us on how we should feel and what we should do. And we think imagination is just, just imagination. You're just daydreaming. Oh, it's like, you know, you got time to do that when you're a kid and then when you're an adult, no time for daydreaming. But what using your imagination actually is and why this is actually a fucking exercise in Think and Grow Rich, amazing book who tons of people swear by. It's okay to me. Um, That part though really, really is fucking awesome because what you're doing is you're reaching into parallel realities to pick a reality that is more in alignment, more relevant to you to experience. And you're pulling that into your now experience. And that's goes into topics that aren't really relevant for this episode. So I'll keep it to the information in this episode. But the point being, we're untrained. It's not like we're constantly in a state of these elaborate, fucking eloquent designs. Like, like right now. Let's, let's, let's demonstrate that how out of practice we are, Jill. What's something you want, Jill? I want a big, beautiful house on a beach. Okay, that's perfect. So, big, beautiful house on a beach. That's good. That's awesome. Beaches are amazing. How, oh. how much detail is in that house? Oh, I want a beautiful kitchen uh, with lots of space with... Um, like an island or some kind of counter where friends can like hang out while we all cook together. Um, uh, maybe granite countertops, uh, beautifully crafted cabinets. Um, I want, um, I'm going to go to the outside of the house now. I want a pool with a, a beautiful waterfall. Um, lush tropic tropical plants everywhere with flowers lots of color lots of vibrancy okay um okay it's a lot of epic shit i could go on and on yeah so for most of us we're in a similar position we have things that we want and that initially you could be like oh i want that and if you kind of like a magnifying glass you keep looking at it the the heat Start the sunlight starts to come through and burn it and, and it starts to heat up and you get all these other details. It starts to bloom all these different details. But Jill, what if in reality that house is like only a five? And that there's actually 
an even better house that you have no idea about that's slowly coming to you right now. Exactly. That's a, that's a fucking 11. Exactly. That is like everything you want, but times like fucking 50. It's exactly right. It's we, like... We, we don't have all the details that our higher mind, higher self does looking down and that has the entire view of fucking all the creation and existence. Maybe it's like, oh, that's great, Jill, but hey, not only do you deserve even better, but... This house over here is actually more relevant to your experience because you're going to enjoy this more, but you can't really see that. And because you're not, you know, it kind of sounds mean, but not maybe to say because you're so out of practice fucking with your imagination. So shit, not saying that, but you can't see it. I can't see it, dear listener. You can't see it. So this is why it's so, so important to trust when you're in that timeless space, the eternal space of being consciousness, you can, it's like a dreamlike state. You can manifest anything you want. There's no time there. It's timelessness. So we come here to practice the trust because it's so fucking cool <laughs> to, to re- re-realize how unstoppably, unlimited, powerfully awesome that you are. Trusting that, ah, oh, being taken care of. And watching, you know, in this moment, what are you believing about reality? Are you looking at reality and going, oh, I was, I mean, the bills and, and my, my, my ex yeah. and uh, fucking, what if I get a coronavirus? Uh, uh, Trump and, or, are you assigning a belief? Are you choosing what you are believing about reality? Are you checking what you believe right now? Is what you believe making you feel good? Because I promise you, as you start to put a little bit of faith, put a little bit of hope, put a little bit of optimism, put a little bit of fun, Start making, I want to feel good, a priority. And just keep saying that. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Thinking it. Feeling it. And then taking the immediate action to do that. Having the, the, the self-love. I mean, this is what self-love really is. It's not going to the spa. It's this. Yes. Emotional self-love. Yes. Having the self-love to go, I'm breaking out of this, these, this frozen state of boredom or depression or anxiety, or stress, or hatred, anger, jealousy, or irritation, or lack. And I'm going to do the thing that feels good. And then as I do the thing that feels the most good, or, or just good, just a little bit better. doesn't need to be like the most good. Right. Just even if it's a percentage better than what you're doing now. And the next thing after that is one percentage point better than what you're doing now. You start cascading this beautiful, vibrant, colorful, upward spiral of epic awesomeness. And then you start attracting all these different things. And going back to the how we opened started this podcast, me telling you about how fucking much I felt like shit this morning. We're closed off from all of those realizations and points of views and perspectives and insights. Creative ideas. When we're in this dense, heavy, low-frequency, shitty, emotional state. But as you start prioritizing feeling good, you go up the scale, levels of energy. You go up in vibration. And you start becoming more in alignment with your true self, with these higher states of being. And then you start getting access to those events, people, opportunity, places, 
insights, realizations, paradigms, and solutions. A common thing, I remember going to the self-help event with this guy I really, really enjoy. And he was saying, isn't it weird how you come to a place like this and you get so inspired and hyped up? And if I were to ask you right now, you know, do you think you could solve your problems? Like everyone's like, yes, (laughs) totally. But then what happens? You go back home and a week later, it's like uh, focusing back on what is the environment, uh, same old beliefs, and you feel frozen again and stuck. And that's like one of the worst feelings in the world. Don't you think, Jill? I do. And I want to go back to this topic of self-love because this is something I'm very, very passionate about. I think we're killing this podcast, by the way. no shit. Um, So self-love, you know, when you notice that you're not feeling good, when something brings you down, it's really important to remember that you are infinite worth and that your happiness does not depend on anything external to you. All you need to do is make the choice. It is a choice. And as hard as that may sound, I know that it's true. It's making a choice to turn to your own self-love and say, how do I want to feel? What will make me happy? What can I do to attain that? What is the thought I can think to attain that? What is an action I can take to attain that? What's a fun activity I can take to attain that? What's a fun person I can hang out with to boost my happiness? Not that you have to be reliant on another person for your happiness. You have to be reliant on yourself. You have to love yourself enough to say, I'm going to be happy no matter the situation, the circumstance, the person, the anything. My, I choose happiness and self-love. It's beautiful. You know, I had a, a couple, a few client calls. They're not quite classes yet because this is the, the round of, of clients I've had to kind of train and get a feel for what I wanted to create, which is the academy. So they'll be called members and they'll be called classes when that starts. So I, I guess I'll just call them client calls. And... I was talking with with one of my clients and I was talking with her about this is a call waiting for another client to join the call and I was talking to her about you know what, what are all the exciting things that happened and she was telling me a little bit about since we've last talked which has been a little bit and I asked her to to list you know what do you love most about yourself she was like oh I'm smart I get stuff man I'm quick I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fucking great. It's amazing. Tell me a little bit more about that. And she kind of lists some more qualities off and allowed it to kind of snowball. And I was like, what's the quality you hate most about yourself? And she said, my body. Mm. And there was a pause. And I let that pause kind of ring. It's very, very loud pause. And I said, can you say... Bree, to yourself, Bree, I love you. And she said no. And she started bursting into tears. She like broke down. She was sobbing. And I said, well, you could. You could say that. <laughs> Try it on. 
Bree, I love you. And she said, Bree, I love you. I said, Bree, I'm sorry. She said, Bree, I'm sorry. I said, Bree, please forgive me. She said, Bree, please forgive me. Still crying and sobbing. And I said, Bree, thank you. She said, Bree, thank you. She's crying still, wiped the tears away. I asked her, how do you feel? I feel a little bit better. Kind of laughed and talked a little bit more. And that's when the other client joined. But we all have these things that we're not really much fucking ever <laughs> bringing out into the light and looking at. And, probably, you know, it's probably because it's uncomfortable. I don't know. There's tons of fucking reasons. And it doesn't matter to list them or dive into all the reasons why. Because it, it's not relevant. It doesn't help. But the important thing is to, to really look at, you know, what are your limiting beliefs about yourself? I'll share with you one of mine, my, my deep ones. And I was working on a lot of them this morning when I woke up. Because, again, I was dealing with these things. So I was going through a step-by-step process I just recently learned, which I'll share with you guys here to kind of disassemble some of these beliefs. And one for me is... I'm not good enough. And I'm going to forget these things. And I'm not going to be a great coach. And, you know, I'm going to be stuck at a certain level of wealth or income forever. And a lot of stuff in the past fell apart. And notice how I'm phrasing these things, right? So I'm sharing with you actual thoughts I had this morning and notice the phrasing because all these other things in the past fell apart what like why was I seeing it as oh, all these things were negative when all these things were leading me to exactly where I needed to be and giving me the exact proper components it wasn't they weren't failures they weren't they didn't fall apart they fell together so like notice as I'm sharing these the negative assumption and connotation and undertone of them um you know People are going to realize I'm, I'm a fraud because I'm not, I'm not actually that good. Uh, I won't be able to continuously make fun, you know, cool content, impactful content. People are better than me. I won't be as good as all these people I look up to and learn from. I won't get it. I'm, I'm dumb. It's too complicated. So then, then taking these... And here's the, the four-step process to destroy any limiting belief. To disassemble, deconstruct, deflate, cripple, collapse. That was one we heard yesterday on the Impact Theory podcast. Collapse is a good word. Step one, you notice if it's a limiting belief by how you feel. And you do this effortlessly because you have an emotional guidance system that lets you know every single moment, every single nanosecond of the day whether you're in alignment with something or if it's out of alignment. So you're already doing this. You've already detected it's a, it's a limiting negative belief because it feels like shit. Step two, rate this belief one to 10. How shitty does it feel? How out of alignment is it? Oh, it's a three. Oh, it's a fucking, it's a nine. So it sucks. Step three, ask yourself, What is this belief doing for me? What benefit am I getting from this belief? So one that a client had, and I walked him through this process yesterday, 
he's continually being late to work. So I'm like, my man, what benefit are you getting after walking through the previous steps? What benefit are you getting from this being late thing? What is being late doing for you? And he said, well, I, and I was like, because we heard something from the Impact Theory podcast that I thought was pretty genius, which is talk about yourself in the third person. So I was like, wait, use your name first. So then he started laughing, and then he used his name. He was like, you know, Tom is late to work because Tom feels like if he is on time, they will see his worth, and they will promote him and give him more responsibility, and then Tom will have to do more work that he doesn't want to do. I was like, interesting, interesting. Uh, Is this your dream job? He's like, no, this is not Tom's dream job. I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, what is something that you could do instead of being late that would have the same effect, the same outcome, the same result that you want, which is not fucking moving up further, embedding myself in this job that I don't like, that is just more of a stepping stone. But not be late and cause all the stress. And he said, well, I could just say no if they offered me a promotion. I was like, yeah, you could just turn it down. Simple, huh? Felt a little bit better. And it's, it's it, like these, uncovering these limiting beliefs and, and deflating them doesn't have to be this like five-year odyssey. I read five billion books, went to 5,000 seminars, got 300 hours of one-on-one coaching, and finally I took this fucking splinter of a belief out of my soul, and it's gone, and I've won in abundance. It can be very, very simple. A lot of the time, just step two, identifying what the fuck the belief is, how bad it feels, or the, the benefit itself, right? So step four would be replace it with a new belief. But step three, identifying what the benefit is, that, a lot of the time that is enough to just, belief is gone. Because it's so illogical. You're like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any goddamn sense. And the mind doesn't make sense. It's, it's worried about your survival. So it's gonna take these really illogical, weird, like stupid <laughs> beliefs to, to try to keep you safe. So if you just shine the light on them, a lot of the time that's enough to just dissolve them. And if it's not enough, you go to the next step. Okay, well, what's something I could replace this with? And I replaced it with it and then, oh, it's not so scary anymore. I came to this conclusion today that my limiting beliefs, uh, you know, the abbreviation is LB. I've named them little bitches. <laughs> so when I have a limiting belief now, I go, little bitch. <laughs> no. I'm not buying into that. Right? I like that. Little bitches. Those fucking little bitches. No, no, and no. Your limiting beliefs will do nothing but limit you. But those four steps are rad, in my opinion. Right. You know, I, I thought those four steps were totally awesome. Because, you you know, you know when you're feeling bad. All you have to do is say, why am I feeling so bad right now? What's causing me to feel so bad right now? But, I'd like, again, tying this into what we shared. It's really important, okay, if you're feeling like shit right now, and you're like, oh, the four-step process, so cool. If you're excited about it, then probably continue with it. But it's important not to do this. Don't tackle limiting beliefs when you feel like shit. 
feel good first because then you're in a higher perspective and you can actually look at the limiting beliefs with clarity. If you, a lot of the time, if you try to solve them while you're in the shit, so to speak, you're just going to create more shit. It's going to be more messy. It's going to be more chaotic, uh, more stressful. It's going to compound the stress and make it fester and like, ah, oh, feel worse and more heavy. So, yes, you're absolutely right. But feel good first and then look at the beliefs. Well, why, why, why did it feel so bad this morning? Yeah, why do I feel so bad, you know? Uh, I, fe- I was feeling bad about something yesterday. I was really super fucking irritated yesterday. Would you like to share maybe without names so people can get more yeah. of an intimate connection with us and real Fucking Daryl, I'm getting on the record. Fucking Daryl, stop FaceTiming me. We're podcasting. I We're the people. <laughs> okay, you were just about to share an intimate part I've, of your life. I've told Dante a few different times that I'm one of those annoying people that wake up usually very cheerful. Like, I wake That's up... That's not annoying. To other people. Well, to maybe. some people it might be annoying. Who are unhappy, it's annoying. Yes, to unhappy people it's annoying. So I wake up usually in like a super good mood, ready to tackle a day. Morning is my best time. Get sh- shit done in the morning. Lots of creative thoughts. So I had that morning and then a situation occurred where uh, it took me out of that good feeling place. And I mean, I didn't have to think about it very long. I knew exactly why I was in a shit feeling place. <laughs> Because the situation had occurred, and I was letting the situation dictate how I felt. Would you like to share some of the situation without naming names? That's hard to do. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. I'll you just, don't have to. Like, with, with integrity, if it feels right to share. If yeah, it yeah, yeah. Then... Let, me, let, me, let me work my way through that. So, you know, I was looking forward to um, having the house to myself yesterday. And um, the person that I share the house with... The plans were changed, and so the house was no longer going to be all mine, you know, alone in my house to work on my projects and things that I was excited about. And uh, I immediately became super irritated uh, and lashed out. What? So why did you become irritated? I became irritated because you expected to have some I had an expecta- feeling. Well, because I I had an expectation or some experience. Yeah, I had an expectation of the future. I had an expectation that I was going to have the house to myself because I was living in the future. I was like, I wasn't living in the present moment. I was just living in this expectation of what was going to happen in the future. I, me, the Jill, had already planned out. So you're watching the seed. Yeah. I, the Jill, had already planned out you know, how awesome this day was going to be having the house to myself, what I was going to do, you know, all these different things. And then the situation changed and then my feelings changed immediately. I became super irritated and cranky and, you know, not very kind, which is not my normal. And so I had to take a deep breath and say, okay, What's going on here? I'm feeling super irritated. Am I having a limiting belief? Am I having a limiting belief that I can't enjoy this day and that I can't be happy without, you know, having the house to myself? Yes, I'm having that limiting belief. Okay, let me now shine a light on that. (laughs) Let me now shine a light on that. 
Let me now work my way back up the, uh, you know, emotional ladder. You know, let me, let me reconnect to my kindness. Let me reconnect to my true self, right? And let me have a moment to breathe and feel my feelings, you know, honor your feelings. I'm feeling whatever. Yesterday I was irritated. I was like, I'm feeling irritated. I'm just going to honor that feeling for a couple of minutes. And I want to reach for the next best feeling. So the next best feeling was, I don't know, whatever it is on the scale, disappointment, right? So I said to myself, okay, I'm disappointed. I'm, this is a true feeling. I'm disappointed because I had this expectation of my day, of the future of my day, and now I don't get to have that. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Is that true? Do I know 100% that's true, that I can't have enjoyment of my day simply because I'm disappointed? No, I don't know that that's 100% true. I might have a fucking awesome day if I let go of this disappointment and move to a better feeling. So I just kept working myself up to scale until I got to contentment and I stayed in contentment for a while. Hey, I'm outside. I'm driving around. It's pouring rain. I've got a coffee shop I can go to. I, I've got a place that I love where I can go and get my work done. And as I started to think these better thoughts and not having the limiting belief about how my day was going to go, I started to feel better and better. You know, I went to the coffee shop. I had awesome conversation. I got some work done. I felt super empowered. And by the time I got home, instead of being the raging bitch that I could have been, I was kind. I was appreciative. Uh, I was helpful. I contributed and I felt awesome. That's all I got. That's my whole story right there. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It it's amazing to have resources and tools that you can rely on that are that put you in charge. And again, I go back to the self-love of choosing. It's self-empowerment, self-love choosing that your feelings are important and that you feeling good is going to bring you more of what you want and less of what you don't and will have a positive impact on those around you more trust you know you can't we can't look at what is and take cues on how we're going to feel from what is we have to to practice this is the joy I don't want to say work because it's not fucking work it's the joy you want to put yourself in a state of imagine constant imagination you know you said something that's very profound that I'd like to to illustrate for people Jill was in the future being in the future is an amazing thing Yes. Amazing. And I know this is, this is, you agree with me on this, yes. but I just want to elaborate for other people who maybe would have skimmed past that. Look, being present to the moment, what does that actually mean? It means you're having gaps in thought and you're looking at what is, appreciating what is, connecting to the vibrant beauty of what is. Holy shit. A light post. Fucking scooter. 
Cumins <laughs> Street. And you're like, damn, that shit is a lot. That is energy, man. That's fucking consciousness. And some of you guys are like, what the fuck? Tree? Lamppost? What do you mean lamppost? And hey, you should join my free meditation academy so you can learn how to connect to these fucking things so you too can feel the aliveness of the light pole in the fucking street. Because it's very important to be able to come to this present space and not be attacked like vultures from all these fucking negative thoughts and emotions to get present. It's amazing. Amazing fucking skill. But then after that, it's not where it ends, folks. That's not where it ends. There is a further spot to go to that's even better. Think of that. Just visualize that for a second. Not only can you have this safety from negative thoughts and emotions, which is the present moment, your your castle of joy, your crucible of fucking safety, your sanctuary, which is the present fucking moment. That doesn't end. There is a further space to go to. A, a wonderland, a dreamlike place of magic and butterflies and rainbows, and that is your imagination. It's creation. It's pulling, selecting in parallel realities what you want to experience, and then bringing that to your life experience. Being in the future is amazing, but this is what Jill corrected and moved back into. This is the joy, the play. This is the play, which is you don't want to plant the seed. I want that. Plant it. And then just stare at it. And worse, go, when is it coming? When is it coming? When is it coming? When is it coming? How's it going to come? How's, how's the rain going to come? Is it going to rain a day? When is it going to rain? When, 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 because that's stressful and that's not fun. And it, you're now shifting back into worrying about the manifestation, the, the creation, rather than you're wanting the creation more than you want the creator. Practice, practice being the creator. Practice. Imagine what you want. Look around less. Imagine more. What do you want? What does this shitty fucking situation inspire you to want? You could literally just do that. You could go, oh, this fucking sucks. What's my preference? What would that be like? Think about that. You could do limiting belief. What do I believe about this that's that's limiting? What's the limiting belief here? And limiting means emotionally limiting. What do I believe that is limiting me emotionally? That's preventing me from experiencing boundless fucking oceans of bliss and joy and magic and fun and laughter and giggles and, 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 and you know, whatever, fucking, whatever you want to experience. Excitement, <laughs> inspiration, uh, cleverness, creative juices, whatever. Why isn't that flowing? Why is the tap fucking closed? Why is my hose pinched? What the fuck? What? Damn it. What is blocking me? Where are you? Shine the light on it fucking shot, find that cockroach and squash that motherfucker that little lb little bitch cockroach little bitch. motherfucker little bitch cursing so much on this podcast i'm i'm not so much love and light here i'm, I'm more because <laughs> you, you you were talking about world domination before we talked hopped on this podcast either makes you worry or it makes you excited. If you imagine a future for yourself full of beautiful houses on the beach and all your friends sitting around eating, you know, acai bowls out of giant wooden bowls with giant wooden spoons and and you envision like traveling to all these countries, that's an exciting future. You well, know, that's a super exciting yeah, future. Yeah. 
However, if you are going into the future and it makes you worry... You, look, the, the whole... Yes. Oh, fucking love that you said that. The whole point of, of all this shit we're sharing is because it's so goddamn magical. Like, really think about what we're talking about here. You're an infinite being. You create your reality. You don't have to worry about the how. The universe is going to orchestrate an amazing situation set of events to bring this into your life experience. Your only job is to feel good and think of more shit that you want to bring into your life experience. That is an amazing goddamn philosophy and framework to live your life. So why the hell are you going to make it complicated and hard by bringing in the how? The how sucks. The wind sucks. Yeah. It's fear. That's what it is. I'm going to lay money down like I was in Vegas to say that people sometimes will turn away from this kind of thinking. And we, we also turn away from this kind of, of thinking. Of course we do. All the I time. mean, we're humans. That's we're spiritual beings having a human experience, so we can't help but turn away from it sometimes. We're conditioned. We're conditioned. We turn away from this kind of thinking because of fear or because of self-doubt, uh, mm. limiting beliefs. Belief in lack. Belief in lack, limiting belief. Uh, lack of belief in yourself. You know, you were talking about, uh, you know, you woke up today and weren't feeling so good. I felt like shit. Yeah, you know, uh, bad. imposter syndrome. Turbulence. Thing. Yeah, I'm with you. The, you know, when I have limiting beliefs around my ability to coach, my ability to make a positive impact in the world, it's usually because of imposter syndrome. That is a limiting belief. And when you right? feel completely in alignment and on top of the goddamn world, you think you could give whole fucking seminars that bad? I do. Absolutely. Like, genuinely, you feel that. Like I feel like I'm doing it now. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like your limiting limiting beliefs are either going to take you down a path you don't want to go to into a future that you don't want. Always. Or, you're going to identify those limiting beliefs, return to self-love, understand that it's your choice of how you feel, go to the place where you feel great, and reframe that limiting in, limiting belief into, I can and I will. I can and I will. You know, I, I, you just gave me a, a really cool visual I'd like to share. It's like being a little fish, a little squid, <laughs> perhaps. I don't know if squids need oxygen. I imagine they go up. Okay, let's make it a fish. (laughs) Let's say you're a fish, alright? While you're creating, imagining all these different things, you're in this amazing state. Feels great. But when you start to believe in lack and you start to to start doubting yourself and doubting your limitless creative potential, the supernova of energy and unstoppability, just made that word up, that you are. You, you got to go back up to the surface of the ocean to get more air, to breathe again. Mm, yes. Because you're suffocating. You're suffocating in lack. You're suffocating yes. in the seeming realness reality of what is and you deserve happiness you deserve to be excited you deserve to experience whatever is relevant to you in this life before we started this podcast 
Jill and I were talking about, you know, we're not going to do everything. She's like, I'm not going to be an NFL player. And I'm like, yes, exactly. Because it's not relevant to you. You don't, you don't even want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking NFL player. It's not relevant. It's not what we actually want. Like you can do everything that you want. You have no limits. But it's like, what do you desire? And can we just align with that and align with possibility and align with, ah, everything's working out in my favor. It's so much more empowering to believe that. Even if you don't quite trust, you know, all these philosophies, or you're in a position like us where it's not 100% trust 100% of the time, all the fucking time, and we kind of fluctuate into these nice, ah, you know, periods of, oh, I get it, everything's clicking, but then we hit into more, ah, contrast. Oh my God, we're starting to suffocate. Uh, uh, so that's not a time to then just allow yourself to keep feeling like shit. You have to, to, to check in with yourself constantly, moment by moment by moment and go, oh, let me, let me breathe for a second. Let me go back to the surface and really analyze what is this making me desire? What's the limiting belief here? And don't see this as work. Like, ugh, fucking God, God, God damn it. Got to identify the limiting fucking belief again because I have like 50 billion of them and it's never ending. No, because every time you do that and you you evaporate one of them, you dissolve one of them, and we just demonstrated here on this podcast how easy it is. I took care of like four or five limiting fucking beliefs this morning. Literally, it was quite awesome. You free up all that energy that was previously tied into uh, this frenetic, you know, evil refrigerator hum of darkness in your soul. You've eliminated it. You've disintegrated it. You've dissolved it. And now you get all that energy back, which was previously being absorb being fucking siphoned out of your total energy, your total capacity to feel, you've reclaimed that energy. That's all we're saying. Just feel good and focus on what you want. Feel good, focus on what you want. That's it. Feel good, focus on what you want. That's it. Feel good, focus on what you want. That's it. Feel good, focus on what you want. Feel good, focus on what you want. Feel good. Focus on what you want. And know that you deserve to feel good. And focus on what you want. And focus on what you want. And feel good. And focus, focus on, on what, what you want. want. What do you want, Jill? What do you want to layer in to your life experience? I want... And allow the universe to orchestrate the most brilliant, even, oh. even if it's nothing compared to what you're asking for, an even better version of it. Exactly. What do you think? What do you want? I, what do you I, want to create? I want to create a... I want to create a, an impactful business where I can work from anywhere and travel the world. I want to travel everywhere. I want to see everything that I've ever dreamed of seeing. Every city I've ever dreamt of going to, every landmark I've ever wanted to post on Instagram. <laughs> I want that. I want that so much. I want that freedom to travel to explore and to feel free. That's what I want. This this has inspired something else. So, you dear listeners listening intently, I hope. You don't have to be. You can be eating an orange, I guess. Doing dishes, whatever. Sometimes we want things from a certain paradigm and we don't actually want them. So, let's say you really want a relationship because you're needing validation because you don't already validate yourself and you don't already love yourself. So within that 
perspective, that point of view, you think, oh my God, this is going to fucking fix everything. But if you were to have that self-love and validation of self and just basically enjoying yourself in your life, you wouldn't want that relationship. You would just be in a state of creating more things that excite you, everything that we've been talking about here. So from that place, which is more authentic, more in alignment, you want these exciting things that are relevant, that are in resonance with who you really are. So I just want to put that caveat there, okay? It can be hard if you're in that paradigm, because I remember being in that paradigm. This is going to solve my situation, right? Going back to the question, do you want $10 billion or do you want to feel good all the time? If you know you're the creator of your reality, you want to feel good all the time, because you're always taken care of. Always, 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 always. You have whatever you need. One of my clients, he was like, man, he's, he's now getting Abraham Hicks. He was like, uh, initially I checked her out. Well, well, the first time you recommended, I didn't even listen to you. Forgot everything you fucking said. The second time I checked her out and I was like, what channeling? What the fuck? Uh, this devil shit. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> but then I started listening to her and I don't really know about the channeling shit, but her message it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and so I love it. Their message is and amazing. I wanted donuts. And I, I went in the store and I saw this donut. And I was like, it's a chocolate donut. And I really wanted this chocolate donut. And I was like, mm, let me, let me, how much is it? And it was $2 for this like kind of shitty donut. But I was kind of hungry and I wanted the chocolate donut. So I checked my bank account and it was 32 bucks in there. And I was like, mm, I don't really want to buy the donut. I'm, I'm out. I don't really, not worth it. Not worth it. I'm not really excited about it anymore. So we left. And then he went to his job. And I shit you not, somebody <laughs> brought like two big ass cases of fucking donuts. And he, gra- he didn't even grab a chocolate donut. He grabbed an empanada and was like chewing on it. And then he went back for seconds. And then he was like, Instead of doing what I recommend is I want you to be like a, a like a little bee, okay? A little bee, and you're going... Porsches are so sexy. You're going from flower of excitement to flower of excitement, and you're just getting a little bit of pollen from this flower, and then when it stops being exciting, you're like... Bluh, 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 and you go off to the next flower, and you're like... Bluh, 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 and you get some more excitement, more exciting pollen, excitement pollen. It's got to be a fancier way to say that. You go to the next flower, <laughs> and the next flower, and the next flower, and on and on and on and on. That's how I want you guys to live your life. It's a very high-stakes game. You experience it, and then... When it stops being exciting, you drop it. Don't question it. Drop it. Go to the next exciting thing. Mm. Just keep doing that. So he did that. Half. About half. And then he started to go, hmm, where did this come from? How did this happen? What's, what are the details of this manifestation? So he started looking for the guy. And he found the guy. And he asked him, you know, what? well, first he started asking his other coworkers, like, do you know where the donuts came from? And the coworkers are like, no, we don't know. I don't know. The donuts are here. He's like, what the fuck? The donuts in his mind. The donuts just disappeared? Did they just really, did they really just fucking manifest because I wanted donuts? And then eventually he found the guy. And he asked him, hey, you know, why, why, why'd you bring the donuts? And the guy completely ignored him and grabbed the donuts and walked away. And he, <laughs> and he went, wow. I, I don't even want to know how the donuts got here. The donuts were delicious. And these girls are like, did he just ignore you? And he's like, yeah. That's okay. You know? And then another example he was telling me about, he was hungry. But he was like, you know what? Universe has my back. I'm going to be taken care of today. So he goes to work. And it's lunchtime. And he's sitting with a coworker. He doesn't have any food. And his coworker's like, bro, you don't have any food? And he's like, no. 
And the guy's like, well, the people I live with, they always pack me like an extra meal, basically, with everything I bring. So I have this extra burrito that I never eat. You want a burrito? He's like, totally. Thank you. He eats the burrito. But Dante, it's not a million dollars. But Dante, that's not a client. But but Dante, that's not a business. But Dante, that's not a trip to Hawaii. But Dante, 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 but Dante. But what about this Dante? But Dante, but Dante. But how about? You sure donuts are easy. Donuts are fucking minuscule. They don't cost that much. But how am I gonna get my love in my bed? But Dante, how am I gonna get more money in my bank account? But Dante, but Dante, but Dante, but Dante, but Dante, but Dante. If it works on donuts, it can work on a yacht. It's just how much do you believe it? How much do you trust it? How much can you get in alignment with it? How much can you just release the attachment to how and when? The, ah, those evil bastards. How and when? (laughs) Suck all the life from it. Don't worry about how and when. Don't worry about it. Focus on your state of being. That attracts everything. 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 That you want. give you exactly what you ask for and here's the thing what you focus on is what you're going to get so if you focus on lack and need if you focus on I'm not good enough if you focus on uh, nobody loves me I can't find a relationship you're just going to get more of that can I have some of this yeah thanks you may have noticed we've gone far off course for the geese that we were going to feed <laughs> Um, now I'm just trying to find a place to pee. Um, but if you focus on what you really want, which is, I'm going to find the greatest partner for me ever because I trust that the universe... Oh, you're going to say the greatest place to pee ever. <laughs> that too. The universe is going to listen to that and is going to move you in that direction in its own timing it is going to steer you away from what you don't want because you're not focused on what you don't want you're focused on what you do want and when you focus on what you do want and you feel good and you stay in a high vibration and you're in alignment the universe in its own sweet time is going to give you exactly what you want and the best version of it a better version of it than you can even imagine the universe only has three answers for you always any given moment to what you want to your desires yes not right now there's even better timing ahead just trust me motherfucker i got you Mm -hmm. i got you boo Mm -hmm. even better i know i know i know it would be dope but check it out for my this guy's just dancing away. I love it, man. He's in it. Fucking A. Like a foam cowboy He's hat. like really rocking the hips. He, oh. oh, he threw it. He threw, oh, oh, oh. Whoa. What? <laughs> he flipped that sign up with his heel. They need to pay him much more money. I bet. I know it. <laughs> so it's Not right third, now. Yep. And the third one is I have something even better in store for you. That's it. 
That's it. Those are the only three answers. Yes, not right now. There's even better timing. Or I have something even better than what you want coming to you. So it, it's kind of like, it's a little tricky. Because again, like, like fish, all, you know, all fish are wet. All humans have conditioning. So we want to, I'm trying to give you, in, in bringing Jill in on this to kind of share her perspectives, we want to give you multiple weapons to add to your arsenal of fun. So whenever you get down, like, just from one of these things will work. Any one of them will work. Very, very, they're all extremely fucking powerful. And we just want to give you a lot of different tools of empowerment to just use to, to cycle through in your arsenal to select when you feel shitty, to get you back into a state of empowerment, to a state of desire without attachment mm. to what you want and feeling good and making that a priority again. And just inching your way up the scale of energy, inching your way into more joy, into more bliss. So it's my sincere intent that you got a lot of quality information and laughs out of this podcast. Corvette. Oh man, beautiful. We have a running thing, Jill and I, for those of you that don't know and haven't heard previous episodes with us together. Uh, we love manifesting Corvettes on the road. So whenever we see a Corvette, it's like this fucking atomic bomb of excitement and, and schoolgirl. Yeah, yeah, that's alignment, what school I feel like giggles. it is. It's alignment, you know? And Billie Eilish now is another one. Yeah, total. that's a beautiful Corvette. And look at this rock star parking space I just got. Damn. Right across from the Starbucks where I'm going to go be right now. <laughs> Whoa. Whoop. It's okay. Curb. So Jill's gonna go pee. I'm gonna end this podcast. I love you. Before Jill leaves, I love you too. Though, pee. let me Maybe just say I send, love you. Send her regards. I love you too. What's the final message you want for people? Just want to leave them with as you love, hold the pee in. Love yourself as much as we love you. Love yourself enough to choose joy. So what's your Instagram handle so people can blow you up? At Wonderful World of Jill. Because motherfuckers, this is a wonderful world if you let it be.